What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Disgust Bros podcast. I'm Cadam, the brains and looks in the operation, and I'm joined by my co-host Brandon. I'm a multi instrumentalist, and I'm also a top tier honey magnet <laughs> and cock magnet. I don't discriminate. Oh my word! I, you told me you were going to do something, um, but I didn't think it would be that. So yes, we're um, quite ready for my um, quips. <laughs> so. <laughs> We are real life brothers, so that's why we look alike and we sound alike. But we're not alike because I'm obviously a bit smarter. Anyway, so this pod, whole podcast is of this is the very first episode of the Discuss Bros podcast, and we're going to be discussing three topics in every single podcast, and we're going to be available on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, and if any other uh, podcasting sites. Um, yeah, so it lifts them off. So should we just get into the first one? Hang on, quick disclaimer. We are going to be swearing. I am going to be drinking, which makes me swear a fucking navvy. See? And I'm also going to be smoking cigarettes. So, parental advisory. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, if you're on Spotify and Apple Music, you won't see any of that. But if you do um, see it on YouTube, because we're going to be posting clips onto YouTube, we're going to post on a hot podcast onto YouTube. Absolutely. Um, so, if, so, also, if you have any um, comments that you want to leave, Join our Discord. Discord will probably be somewhere in this uh, podcast, and then I'll obviously put it in the YouTube description. So, the very first topic that we are going to be discussing is the pay rise for the NHS. So this we, one really bores my blood. So should we just uh, describe what we're talking about it. first, and then yeah, we'll go into that. So the reason why we're discussing this is over what well, I remember when it actually was. Um, we, there was a whole meeting in the Commons or in uh, amongst the MPs regarding the budgeting for post-COVID or during COVID, and um, the NHS were promised initially like in January last year, it, was, it must have been January this year, that they were going to get a two point one percent increase in their pay, um, but I don't know who's behind it, uh, but I think Rishi Sunak, the one who's just um, put it out there. Has gone back on his word. That's <laughs> not... someone ever hear his name. Sorry. <laughs> has gone back on his word and actually given the NHS a one percent pay pay increase, which is equivalent what a prick, to man. What which, a prick. which is equivalent to a co-op meal deal. Think about that. It's like that is a co-op meal deal, three pound fifty. So, obviously, we've got something to say about that. Main reason being, um. But just purely for the fact of what the NHS had done for the country during COVID. I mean, the NHS, even even right now, they're um, strapped for... On the for, front lines. They're, they're literally risking their lives and they're not going to get any extra pay. They are heroes at the end of the day. Yeah, 100%. And obviously we had the clap... Those of you who don't know, the NHS is a National Health Service of the UK. I don't know if it's in any other countries. I'm not entirely sure. I didn't do my research nah. about that. But, it's uh, national. It's national, mate. Okay. But, <laughs> um, yeah, the, it was, the NHS have obviously come under a bit of fire, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, yeah, so they're a bit strapped for people. I mean, there's a load, a load of retired nurses that are coming back to help um, with COVID. A lot of nurses have lost their lives, um, so rest in peace to them. And they are, as you said, they are literally heroes. What are your thoughts on... Um, the whole thing as I, I've got notes that I'm gonna um, relay on to you. But what are your thoughts behind this whole thing? I think it is genuine, 
genuinely such bullshit. I'm sorry for the harsh language, but they're on the line. They're on the front lines, risking their lives to save us. And people like Boris and Rishi Sunak, right? All they can do is give them like a, a co-op meal deal raise. Is that how much they think they're worth? I mean, it's clear, it's clear that um, Boris Johnson has other things in mind. I mean, he's <laughs> he says that um, that he uh, he's come out and defended Rishi Sunak. Alfred's going to spit then. <laughs> yeah, so he has actually come out and defended the budgeting and said that he's given the NHS as much as he can. Which... Did you see? Did you see the video where um, an MP? was in the House of Commons with Boris and all, and all them pricks. And um, he said, do you, who do you think deserves a pay rise more, Dominic Cummings or the NHS? And he complete Boris Johnson completely avoided the question. I mean, like he always put, fucking does. I mean, he would hit that he's the kind of person that uh, would avoid that type of question to give himself good press. I mean, we've, we've, seen, we've seen that 100%, and there's actually a video that came out, I, remember, I think I saw it on Facebook or something. He was in a hospital, mm. and some and a, an angry dad, I think his son's just died of COVID or something like that, and yeah. an, an angry dad is confronting Boris Johnson saying, you're here doing a press run when there's thousands and thousands of people who are losing their lives, risking their lives to put basically your country in good hands. And Boris Johnson says, I'll just have a press run. And then literally, there's press recording this whole thing, this whole confrontation between the father and Boris Johnson. It's a very, it's very powerful in terms of what that represents because it's not just um, a certain MP star angry at this. It's also the the general public because um, when we were doing the clap for the NHS at Thursday at eight o'clock, yeah, a bunch of nurses have come out and said, "You're not. This ain't helping us," which I fully understand. I mean, this, say if you say if you broke your leg. So if you're yeah. a world, world-renowned hero and you broke your leg and your and people clap you, that's not gonna that's not gonna heal your leg any faster. Do you remember um, on New Year's when you did the fireworks? Mm. They did a drone show and they just spelled out NHS. Yeah. What the fuck's that gonna do? It's like this is the NHS, right? Oh, we need more money to just to live, and we are saving people, you know. Boris is like, nah, fucking drones, mate. I mean, that's what he said. He spat in their face. I mean, I would understand if the money wasn't, if the country wasn't bringing in any money um, during the pandemic, but they are. I mean, a lot, a lot of companies like the big um, supermarkets, construction sites are still building, building yeah. thousands of millions of pounds a week. And they can't, they can't even budget. A t- I'm just going to put this idea, uh, this um, comment uh, post out here. So the union are threatening to go on strike as the pay rise is insulting, which may lead to an in already disarrayed health service, but yet again, but being yet again without a large number of nurses. So that right there is just saying that why should we help the country if the country aren't going to help us? Which, exactly. I, feel, which I fully understand because, I mean, I, there's a lot of nurses that go home to their families when they're, they're spending 40 hours on a ward helping um, the um, COVID patients, and they go home to their family, and they're putting the family at risk. Absolutely. Um, another thing I want to point out is, remember when I said about the two point one pay rise that they said before? Yeah. That that was actually budgeted for and legislated. 
that was that was going to be put that was going to be put forward to be illegal. But that I think it must have been this year. It might have been end of last year when they said about that. And yeah, I don't think saying, it was the start of this year. And now they're saying no, you're not. This ain't gonna be, um, your your money anymore. If I mean, it's just ridiculous, hundred percent ridiculous. Well, what are the fucking government gonna spend it on? Fucking roadblocks. I mean, fucking fit... traffic cones. Probably, Freak. most likely, most likely, yeah. I mean, fucking come on, come on this area, see a fucking lot of them. Because <laughs> no one can fucking drive. Sorry, carry on. I mean. <laughs> When I was doing research about this yesterday, I was very surprised to hit that to do all the, like the research behind it and how many people were actually in favour of the NHS. I mean, in terms of MPs, I mean, yeah. obviously, obviously the Labour Party is going to go against it, and I mean, I'm not into politics or any of that crap. That's not my doing. But I mean, the uh, Labour peer, uh, Lord 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 McNichol, he said it was kicking the tooth for NHS workers, and it is because it is. I mean. They've spent what almost a year. They've spent over it, well over a year now, trying to battle mm. this. And then it another... is an absolute knife to the jugular. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, when um, obviously when everything reopened last year, mm. and and the um, infection rate went back right back up again, that put uh, thousands of people in danger. Yeah. I mean, I for one, I was working during the whole thing. And there's a lot of people who didn't actually understand the social distancing rule. The people don't understand because I work in a carvery, and um, when, if those of you don't know what a carvery is, um, you basically come up and get like a roast dinner. And we at that point we didn't have children in front of the meat, and people people were coming up without face masks. People, people, and that, I've actually got a story that I'm not going to say any names or anything, but it no, but there was um, an incident where. Someone's come up and asked for some chips, and you know, we're obviously really busy. Yeah, I'll help out. Obviously, really busy. And someone's just come up and grabbed a handful of chips out of the pot. It's like people don't understand, people can't comprehend that that's not what you're supposed to do. You shouldn't be doing that with or without COVID. I mean, it's just, just basic general hygiene, to be honest with you. Exactly. <laughs> basic personal hygiene. I mean, even even without even with COVID, even with COVID, like we had to we had to make sure the whole thing was like, the whole carvery deck was cleansed uh, properly. Yeah. Like, we stopped, we had to stop serving people, which put us um that put us right back, and it was just ridiculous. Um, so I just want to put out a question. I just want to put out a question. Um, so there's I've got a bit of information here. This isn't the end of the whole pay rise topic. There's actually um, a final decision is going to be made after the independent panel, what I'm guessing that's the healthcare sector, um, yeah. has made their own pay recommendations. How much do you think that they should be asking for? I mean, don't go over the top and say they should be getting double what they're paying for because if they can't budget it, then it's not. But what's a realistic target for them? I thought I, I'll, I'll go to you first and I'll, I'll say what my thinking is behind it. In all honesty, I have no idea. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like it's it's hard to judge. It, it, it's it's very hard to judge. I mean, you're thinking of not just a, a small group of people. You're speaking exactly. of millions of people that you're trying to pay. You're obviously got to try and work out everything. I mean, 
we've seen right, this is the worst hustle in the country in terms of a financial um Absolutely. standpoint. I mean, there's there's hundreds of thousands of people that are losing their jobs even to this day. I mean, I'm there's currently third. And I mean, there's people that can't get jobs. Like, like, look at me, right? I've, I've been trying. I've been applying for like at least eighty jobs a week, mm. and not one has got back. I mean, I think the only jobs that are currently available, because I'm I'm trying to f- look for jobs during COVID. I mean, I know I'm yes. furloughed, but then that doesn't guarantee a job we go back. Mm. Because when uh, when we, we were coming back for, for uh, just before Christmas, but just before yeah. Christmas. Yeah, I think it was the afternoon of November lockdown. Um, there was a whole thing about um, what's it called? I forgot what it's called. Um, redundancies. Mm. And I was quite, I was quite one. I was one of the fortunate ones to be able to keep my job. Thankfully, I did. But I mean, there's there's people there who lost their jobs and they joined after me. If they're like the, the, the redundancy side of things. I mean, I was quite fortunate, but I know yeah. hundreds of thousands of people lost their job, and who's to say that when I go back, I'm not going to lose my job? And that's that's going to put me in a state where I can't pay for anything. I mean, I've got a phone bill that I've got to pay for, I've got rent to pay for, and I've got like food to pay for, and I can't even if I'm under furlough, I'm not going to be able to get that. Exactly. So it's it's a very up in water thing, and yeah, people. Sorry, you hear both of just another point, but you have people nowadays saying, what do young people have to stress about? Quite a fucking lot, Margaret. Yeah, so um, I was looking at a few people that have come out and spoken about this. The union, um, the union general secretary, I, think, I guess, and that's sort of the uh, health sector, um, yeah. Dame Donna Canair, <clears throat> has said that more uh, more of those warm words for nurses are not going to cut it this time. And that's and that's that's very true. I mean, you can. I mean, maybe you can go up to a nurse tomorrow and say thank thank you for helping us. Yeah. What's that gonna do for them? It's just gonna. Like, what What is saying thank you gonna do? It's like asking for prayers. I mean, it's it shows appreciation, hundred percent. But in the long, but in the long run, I think help, it, it doesn't actually help the issue. No, I mean, when the first lockdown or when the when the, when the pandemic first came about. You saw photos of nurses who have just come off a shift going yeah. to the shop and there was nothing there. I mean, that whole thing in general, like the, the toilet roll thing, was ridiculous. I mean, Andrews Andrews got money. <laughs> they got they got fucking money. I mean, they could sponsor bloody Man City at this point. Um, <laughs> I've got um, I did a bit of research into a general nurse's pay. And an average pay of a nurse, which is a fully trained nurse and been in business for quite a long time, according to NHS Digital, is thirty three thousand seven hundred and eighty eight, and that's double what I earn. So that's, I mean, that's a lot more than what I earn. And I just, an hour. No, I'm not going to do the math right now because I'm a bit tired. But <laughs> think about this: it's a nine thousand pound decrease if you're a newly qualified nurse. And there was a lot of new nurses that have come through to help with this. Um, yeah. I mean, they were offering college courses just to help with this. So it just goes to show that Boris, 
Rishi Sunak, the government, and the government don't really care. I mean, the, the Scottish the government. government I'll tell you now, the, Brit- the British government has never, ever, ever cared about the people. No. They've never cared about the workers. No. It has thrived off of bringing down the, the poor to raise up the, the rich. That's all it's, that's what it's there for. Same as the US government. I mean, I've been a bit researching into just the, the budgeting in general for the next, or whatever yeah. it is. And it says that I saw a small company, it's like a charity shop, but it's not a charity shop. Um, mm. It said that their, um, their rent or their tax per month, or per, per year, is going to go up by a million pounds, or roughly about a million pounds. <laughs> and this thing. Most shops aren't open nowadays due to, due to this yeah. lockdown. I mean, and they're saying, oh, look, we're going to raise your um, tax by, by a million pounds just so we, just so that you can fuel our pockets. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. I mean, just, put, just to put it into perspective, I believe the MP's got an increase of... Quite a few percent in terms of their pay. Yeah. I mean, their pay brackets are a lot higher than the NHS, and their their pay brackets are a lot higher than the NHS. Just putting out there. Hmm. I mean, there's another thing after the Shadow Health Secretary, Jonathan Ashworth, I come out and said that Rishi Sunak. (laughs) How did you spat then? Oh. And has acted cowardly when he sneaked out of the announcement of his budget. So he so he actually is like I mean I watched the um thing and as soon as he made the announcement, he we mm. ran he ran because he knew he was gonna the pitchforks were gonna be after him the pitchforks and torches were gonna be after him. Yeah, he knew he knew he knows what he's doing. He's not stupid. No, and which makes which makes it even worse. Yeah, it makes it. I mean, he knows I, what he's doing. It makes it ten times worse. I'd, mar- I'd much rather someone stupid do this so you can correct them. Yeah. But then your people, mm. people like dickhead. Yeah. You know, you, you know who I'm talking about. Mm. People like fucking Sunak, and like all them other MPs that are voting to fuck up the NHS. I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're speaking solely in the British government because we do live in England. But the Scottish, yeah. listen to this: the Scottish government has announced that the, that the twenty twenty one to twenty two pay negotiations will be delayed until the summer. And that staff have been given an interim pay, so uh, a basic pay rise of one percent. So that's, mm-hmm. that's just basic. They're going to discuss it in um, in the summer, which will form a part of a new settlement. So the, the Scottish government. And I hate to say it, are doing better than us at the minute, which is right. I'll tell, embarrassing. I'll tell you right now, the Scottish, the Irish, and the Welsh government will always prevail against the fucking UK government. I mean, but just... I genuinely don't think the, I, I genuinely don't think the British government give a shit about us or workers. No, I mean, you're thinking of the new generation. Think of the new generation yeah. for a second. So. Those who are younger than me and you, uh, say like around, who even who even being born right this very second, 
those people are going to live off this this old regime the old regime of being yeah. of, of the, what the government are doing now maybe we can all have a laugh and a joke about um the government like this is all going to be on a pub quiz and it's older i'm a bit older and we're going to get all the questions right but yeah. we're gonna we're gonna feel the effects of it when we're old when those that are younger than us they're going to feel the effects when they're getting to our age and they yeah. can't and they can't get a job because of the budgeting of certain jobs like the nhs i mean don't get me wrong the nhs are national heroes and i we do have to sing their praises every single time they save one uh, to save a person when on top of this they've got to deal with um the new the new variants of the COVID nineteen, new variants, new type of illnesses, all that stuff. On top of what's going on right now, and the vaccine as well. I mean, the vaccines have, in my opinion, are doing well at the minute. I mean, if it's if it gives us a clear path out, this is this, this is this right? They're going so fast. You know how they said they won't be able to do the um forties and fifties until like, I think it was April or so, or maybe even September time. They said. They're doing it now. They they're going so fast. I think that we're gonna be out of this by April. Well, I mean, the whole roadmap has said we're gonna be out of it June twenty first, and that's when all restrictions are lifted. I mean, schools have only just gone back, and at the minute, mm. touch wood, it was all going well. I mean, I mean, it, I mean, the, the vaccine at the minute. I mean, there's two different vaccines. The people mainly going for the Oxford one, which mm. I mean, both of them have side effects anyway, which. We should have tested before everything was going on. Pfizer, they are shady. Have you heard what, what they did in Uganda? No. They made a vaccine for some kind of illness. I'm not really, I don't know that much about it. But um, they then the, the people started getting really bad side effects, and then not take, and then the, then Pfizer just like, now nah, fuck you guys. We ain't taking any of these responsibility. We ain't paying you guys anything. Really? They're shady as shit. Well, I'm not going to discuss that because that's out of my league. I mean, mm. if, if other people want to comment about that, then let them do it. But Please wow. do. Right, so to start off on this topic, um, we are really trying not to talk over transgender voices and we're not trying to denote them or anything like that. So if we are, please, take, please hold us accountable and let it be known so we can apologize and all that good stuff but um the next topic is the super straight bullshit going on tiktok at the moment so some guy um made a video saying i'm making a new sexuality so we can't be called um, transphobic when we don't want to have sex with transgender people which is very fucked up first of all um, second of all, their logo is literally the SS. You know the Nazis? Them. That's literally what the logo is, but just in the Pornhub colours. Okay? Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, have the, we, have, we have the transgender community coming out in full force defending themselves when these people, these whole people, have made an entire sexuality, basically a cult, trying to denote and devalue transgender people. They're basically saying that they're not the real gender. Like saying a transgender man isn't a man 
they're saying a transgender woman isn't a woman, which is all complete bullshit. They are real men and women, and we should be treating them as such. Um, we have a whole barrage of these dickheads in comments of, of trans people saying that they're not real women or real men, and it's just disgusting. What are your thoughts on that? When I was, I looked into it as because a lot of a lot of people online, a lot of reports online that are supporting the straight straight thing. Mm. So most of it, so most of the research I did was for the supporting side of it. But obviously, I don't support being transphobic because you know, yeah. pissed off and positive. you have to be positive to everyone. Um, I think it's a very like touchy topic topic to fit to speak about because you're speaking about an entire community the lgbtq plus community who are amazing i don't give me one they're amazing but i mean in my opinion it is, it is transphobic it is transphobic. It, is, it is definitely transphobic i mean it's like i don't know if you want to speak about your sexuality i mean oh i'm bisexual that's why it started this i said um, cock or vagina I don't mind I don't discriminate <laughs> <laughs> that's like you that's like someone coming up to you and saying you're not a real man because you like cock I mean I know and that's basically the point and that's basically the point of it you have these people trying to denote the transgender community and just not value them, valuing them as real people and as their real genders which I means the gender they, they identify as I mean, there's some people that see see the transphobia side of the joke. I mean, there's a lot of people that can take a joke out of that and do see do see some of the funny side of it. And I mean, don't get me wrong. If anyone's transphobic or if anyone's um, going against someone because of the way they want to be, then it's you you don't attack someone for that. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of uh, I mean. Especially on TikTok nowadays, a lot more people are opening up about themselves, which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that go through childhood trauma because they want to be, um, because they're trying to be their true selves. Which, yeah. which, and there's a lot of, there's a large community on TikTok, especially, that support people doing that. And, you know, my, my hand, my, I clap to you because you're helping a million over, I said, at least a large percentage of the, of the earth, of people on the earth, get get to know their true selves. Yeah. And I mean, you see, I mean, there's, um, I don't know if you know. I mean, I don't personally watch them, but there's the um, the makeup. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that I'm against it, but the the um, the men like when they throw the shoe up in the air and they, and they they swing their leg. And they change, change their women. Some of them are fucking amazing. They are fucking gorgeous, man. I mean, you, I, I wouldn't know if they were. I mean, I'm not. I, I don't want to come across like a dickhead or whatever I say. No, the thing is, that's the that that's the that's the thing. Like, you wouldn't tell that they no. used to be trans. You wouldn't no. tell they used to be trans. So why discriminate against them? Like, the, an argument that, that I see being made from the the trans and the community is, you meet a girl at bar. You, 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 go, you go home with her, have sex with her, and then the day after, you find out she's transgender. What's the harm in that? They haven't done anything. They, they have they have everything you desire. They have a vagina. They have whatever you desire. But 
your issue is with them being transgender. And saying, so, and you're, and and these people are saying that they're not real women, or or real men. I mean, well, and they definitely are. I mean, it's very fucked up in how people think about the world. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of um, hate in the world at the minute, and a lot I, of hate. I mean, I'm, I for one, I, I'm not here for the. I'm not looking like to hate on anyone because everyone's um, amazing in their own right. Everyone deserves love. And if you're looking specifically to go against someone because of the way they want to be or the way they feel they should be, then draw a dickhead. Draw straight up to the dickhead. You're a prick. And you're, in my opinion, you're in the same level as those who murder people or that, that threaten people's lives because of the way they act. Well, that, that's, that's what they are. But On the... Yeah. I mean, it's just so stupid about how, why would you want to go for someone but how they act? Isn't this right? On the original video, Mm. On the original video of the guy saying I'm making a new sexuality and all this bullshit, mm. there's transphobes in the comments saying, um, "If you don't tell you they're trans, after like b- b- before before you have sex with them, that's rape and you should and they should, and you should kill them." And that is extremely fucked up. Saying yeah. that, saying that, that you should kill them. I mean, the man who did it probably didn't understand what he was saying. I mean, you see no, a lot... No, no. You, no. You, you... He, well, he definitely knew what, what he was saying. He, he knew what he was doing. I mean, he can come out tomorrow and say, I didn't, under, I didn't understand what I was saying. And there's... I mean, I've, I did a bit of research on him as a person. Mm. And he had a lot of death threats to his family, which I don't agree with. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I mean... People were people sending death threats to his mum saying, I'm going to go kill your son because he said this and said that. I don't agree with that. If you do that, you're a dick and you're just as bad as people do who yeah. are if, saying they're super stressed. If you're the person sending death threats and you claim to be an ally, you're fucking not. You're a scumbag. And, I mean, I've seen a lot of people... I, I did make a note of it. Um, people have linked... People linked this to a far-right movement, which... If you're linking it to the Nazis and you're using a Nazi logo, just changing the colours, then you're obviously going to link it to it. Mm. Um, it's a bit, like it, it was made a popular term, and it, it, the original TikTok since has been taken down, obviously due to the hate that the guy's got in. And Good. I mean, it's not like why, but the the question if 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 I can have him on here right now, I mean it probably won't, but if I can have him on here right now. Why would why would you do it knowing you're gonna upset a lot of people? And his answer would, and I, I don't think I'm not I don't want to speak on his behalf, but his answer would definitely be because us straight men are sick and tired of being called transphobic when we don't want to have sex with trans people, which is that's not what the trans community are doing. What the trans community are saying is we want to be seen as human. We want to be seen as what we identify as. So. Just please respect us. Mm. And that's generally all they're asking for. They want to be seen as who they are. Yeah, yeah. I mean... And, well, you, know, no, you, you carry on because you, you need to And then we have all these people saying, oh, you're not a real man, <coughs> you're not a real woman. It's just... 
I don't understand how that thought process comes into your head. I mean, what? I mean, it's it's also down to upbringing. If you're be if you're being yeah. to, if you're being told, I mean, we're not parents. We don't understand the logistics behind being a parent. But if you're, if if say if, I mean, I know you're very supportive of the LGBT. So am I. You're gonna go tell your kids that it's okay to be lesbian, gay, bi, transgender, and whatever you want to identify as, because that's that's how you would brought up. I mean, we we were brought up to respect everybody, regardless of what, like what kind of sh- what what happens in their lives. Just, just, I mean, we were raised to treat the CEO the same as the general because they're both they're yeah. both human, and those I, I I truly feel sorry for those who are taught when they're growing up. It's wrong to I mean, you see like. I know it's a different kind of topic. I mean, racism is a different kind of topic to being trans, like, being like transphobic. Yeah, but you, it's, you, it's, you, you can't really compare race and sexuality. But I mean, if you're if you're being told that it's not right to be gay and you should be scared of gays when you're growing up, you're you, you're you're lost as a as a person. Yeah, I mean, especially I mean, in the, in like, the older generations, they're probably told that from a very young age. And a lot of people don't realize that that's how they were brought up, and yeah. those and those who are a lot old, those who are a lot older don't can't change. They're, they're, it's too late for them to change. But, it's too late for them to change. Yes. But the but the the younger generation, uh, the newer parents that are coming through, teach your kids that it's okay to respect. Because what you're gonna do, <laughs> what you what you're gonna do, if your son comes down to you and says. I I want I I want to be a woman. Are you going to kick him out of the house because they're saying that? Or you're going to give him up for adoption? There's a lot of people that do that. And if you do, if you are one of the people that say, "Oh, I'm going to just disown my child if they come out as gay or any part of the LGBTQ plus community," you are a scumbag. Yeah, I mean, you see a lot of kids these days saying, "Um, I felt I felt like I was trapped in a wrong body." Mm. And and then they say oh, I was abandoned as a child because of that, mm. and they grow up hating every single person. They grow up they grow up thinking everyone's gonna be like that, and then when they find someone that does do, that is respectful of them, they they always go they shut they shut the walls up and go no because I know at some point you're gonna hate on me for that, yeah. which I feel is what this this current TikTok community those who support it aren't doing they're, they're very relentless in trying to support people which i praise because if if someone if someone barriers barriers up in the head there's obviously a way to break them down but break it down in the right way saying we're going to be here for you we're going to stand by you but you need to give us something back like you need to you need to respect us as people so we can respect you as a person does that make sense i mean I, it, probably not the right not the right way of saying it i mean it's a I didn't. I didn't really understand the topic when it first came out. I, mean, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen it on my TikTok, but I've seen it on like you. You tell me about it, and I've done a bit of research. And as I said most of the research that I've been done, I've done is in support of Super Shades. I mean, mm. I, I'm not, I don't support it at all. Hundred percent, I don't support it because it's seeing people as less of what they actually what they truly can be. Mm. I mean, you see mm. a lot. You see a lot of stories. And you you read a lot of blogs and posts on Facebook, saying, I mean, I think I think I've read I think I've read one, and it was, 
someone who was stranded out at sea. It's like a little kid, like a little kid, and they're brought back in by someone who is, um, who who's transgender, a lifeguard who's transgender, and when they got brought in, the father goes, "No, I don't want you to tell my kid, because you're, yeah. you're you speak like a man, but you're a woman. I don't want I don't want you helping my kid." Which is, and so in that circumstance, you're risking your kid's life who can be saved there and then because I think I've read that that the kids are saved anyway, thankfully. But mm. it's like you're risking your kid's life because of your morals. Yeah. And the way you were taught and the way you were brought up. Because you see them as less of a person. If they saved your kid and you didn't know about it, then and did you go up to them and say, Oh you saved my kid, um, I'm gonna and I'm gonna t- do do something to you because you saved my kid because you're this way. Lord, come. But but the thing is, right? If you have been brought up that way, and you have and you have been brought along the ideology that LGBTQA plus people don't like, they're just not valid. Then you have to actively educate yourself out of that phase in your life and become an ally. Like, yeah. this is going to sound strange and weird and not expected, but I used to be extremely transphobic. Mm-hmm. I used to be extremely right-wing. Right wing. I used to watch Vince Shapiro. <laughs> I used to watch fucking people like Stephen Crowder and Red Pillman and all that bollocks and, and be like, oh, no, these people aren't real women. These people aren't real men. Until I actually educate myself. I remember in secondary school going around people and talk, who are talking about it and saying, oh, no matter what surgery you can have, that will not, that will never change your chromosomes. And that was an extremely dangerous and toxic and mindset for me to have until I educated myself and I taught myself how to get out of that mindset and how to be a good human being as much as I can anyways. I mean, we went and I've now become a strong ally. I mean, we we went to the same school, and we it was almost as if my year was a different generation to your year. It's, it was crazy. It uh, was nuts. I mean, the difference in psychological aspects of your year and my year is like the Grand Canyon. One side is your year, one side is my year, and yeah, the gap, the gap in between, nuts. and the gap in between is like the different mindsets. Mm. See, my my year was very. Oh, you shouldn't be this. You shouldn't be that. Which, I hope, I hope to God, some people in my year actually realise that it's a it's a changing world these days. Everyone change, everyone goes through changes. And yeah. if and if you and if you truly feel that you're attracted to the wrong body, and that you want to be yourself, be yourself. Yeah. But it's not that it's it's worse on as I spoke about the psychological aspect. If you're thinking this and you're trapped inside your own head the, your, your thoughts are going to get up at you i mean we both know like men like that the mental health side of things it can fuck you up it generally can i mean i i, I when i when you were used to say that obviously that you liked men or you like you thought this this person was like good looking or and stuff like that i was like what because that's how i in my year, 
I mean, I spent most of my time at school. In my year, that's how mm. it was communicated. And I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something now. Like, I've tried coming out in secondary school. I generally try coming out in secondary school. You know this. Yeah. But the amount of hate and the amount of abuse I got in that fucking situation, it was an all-boys school, no surprise. And you had all these people abusing me physically, mentally, verbally, all that shit. And that actually scared me back into the closet. It actually scared me back into the closet until I actually comfortable enough in myself and my surroundings to feel safe enough to say that I am who I am. And that is how the world should be. The world should be safe for everyone to express who they really are. But you have people like these fucking super straight Nazi cunts that are not allowing this. I mean, I want to pose a question here in my... In my... um. It's not going to raffle through feathers, but do you feel that if it was a mixed school, it would be any different? Absolutely. Because, I mean, given that you were a year younger than me in terms of school years, mm. and obviously at one point you're the youngest in the school, mm. and say if, say if you did come out in year nine, you've got those younger than you and those older than you who are going to ridicule you for what you say. And in an all-boys school, it's going to be toxic anyway, regardless of what you say. Regardless of what, regardless of what happens, all-boys schools will always be fucking toxic. Because the amount of like toxic masculin- masculinity and the amount of like, testosterone in that bullshit is nuts. Mm. If it was... If it, if it was a boy, a mixed school with boys and girls, I feel like I'd be, I'd feel way more safe in myself. Because women have a, what's crap? Women have a have a, have a tendency of caring for those who, who, are different. I know they're not they're not different. I mean, those who seem, not, themselves. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I hear what you're saying. It's the, it's the like the instinct of being a mother. Like if you like, obviously if you're a teenage girl, you most likely aren't gonna be a mother, but. It like fitted the switch, and you're like, I need to care for this person. Which and the thing is, women are queens. Women are just like the best thing on that has graced the fucking earth. I mean, most women are queens. I mean, there's those that are extreme feminists, which I will get into, and we'll get into in a later episode. Mm. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I want to say about that. Not going against women, but it's just going against the idea of extreme uh, feminism. Um, I want to pose a question to you, and you don't have to answer it. What did you feel when you were getting all that abuse? How did you feel? I know, I mean, you didn't really speak to me about that at a point of regarding regarding the abuse that you got, because sometimes I saw it, sometimes I didn't. Mm. And you wouldn't tell me all the time. Um... How did you feel was that coming home and trying to bottle that up? Did it was it a different was it a hard experience or was it just like I'm just gonna get on with it because I can just face it in school tomorrow or something like that? Was it is it hard for you to bottle it up? It was very hard for me to bottle it up. It was extremely hard for me to bottle it up and there's like shit that I haven't said to anyone except like People who I'm close to at, uh, who I was close to at college, and 
the one friend I have from secondary school. Mm. Like, and you know, like my ex and all that shit, the shit that happened with her. On top of all that, mm. that was just that it. I don't want to sound dramatic, but it generally did nearly tip me. Mm. It did, but 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 at the same time, I think it's very. I felt I, I think we need to, we need to get back on topic because we are talking a lot about ourselves and topics that are that aren't really at hand. I think we I, I think we're doing the transgender community a big disservice on this one. Yeah, I mean. There's a lot. I mean, we're speaking about the um, the complications of. There's a lot of people walking around schools who feel trapped inside. Their, like, who feel they're different to what they are, what they prevail on the outside. Yeah. So if, um, if you're a girl, you want to be a boy. If you're a boy, you want to be a girl. Or if not, non-binary. Yeah. You do. The, the non the non-binary community. I've 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 also been fucking demonized by the fucking. Toxic masculinity in this world. I mean, it just it just goes to show that some people in this world don't really give a fuck. Yeah, some people in this world. I don't want to quote fucking Alfred Pennyworth, but some people in this world do generally want to see it burn. People generally want to bring others down. People people set out to make others hurt. Yeah. And especially going against someone, as we've been discussing this entire time, going against someone who doesn't feel right. And who doesn't feel safe in what they doesn't feel comfortable with what they're doing or how and who they are, and they want to uh, people who want to transition, as I said, men to women, women to men, and they and when they do it and they feel accomplished because of that, they're brought down as soon as they get to the other side. Yeah, and and they're like, oh look, I've done it. What at, at what cost? What have I gained out of this? Because I'm still getting hate regardless of whether I'm actually a man or whether I'm actually a woman, or what mm. I'm. Whatever my share was on the outside, I'm getting hate on both sides. Yeah. And and the thing is, those people who who bring them down just don't want to listen. Like we could we could hand them all the details and all the information, and all the stuff that proves that gender is a spectrum. Mm. And because they just don't want to give a shit about anyone, they will disregard that and still go against the transgender community. It's a narrow mindset, really. It's yes, it, 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 it is very. It's just it, it's a very closed mindset to have, and it's very toxic, and you will end up making yourself miserable with that mindset. I mean, especially that, especially someone at our age who thinks like this. As they get mm. older, a lot more people are going to be expressing themselves. A lot more people are going to be, um, like coming out and saying, "I want to be this. I want to be this," and yeah. they're going to be like. At one point, the people who are who do think like this are going to have to vote against them. Mm. And when they deal with that, they're, they're going to be like, oh shit, now I understand what these people are going through. So let's imagine, say if, hypothetically, you were transphobic, right? Oh, I, I, which I used to be. Yeah. So if you're in that mindset and you're going through secondary school saying, oh yeah, being if you're a man, you're a man, if you're a woman, you're a woman. And then mm. as you get into your twenty as you're twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, and you're getting attacked for what you say. And you and you say if if you were still like that now, you come onto this podcast and I was debating that you should be less like that and you go, mm. No, 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 a man's a man, a woman's a woman 
and say this, a thousand people see this, and 750 come at you personally and message you and say, you're wrong, you should, you, you should really understand what these people are going through, then mm. you're going to feel like, oh shit, like, the stress and the trauma that's going to come from this, like, it's going to fuck me mentally, it's going to fuck me up mentally, and then you're like, oh, but that's, that's what they go through. And that's how they live life. Mm. I mean, I mean, those who are transgender face criticism every single minute of the day. It's not even criticism. It is just pure, unadulterated, unfiltered fucking toxicity. That's what the trans- transgender community go through. I'm not trying to speak over them or speak for them, but the, but the transgender people that I know and that I love very dearly, that's the experience they've expressed to me. Mm. It is just pure, unadulterated fucking hatred that they receive. And I do, I do feel sorry for those who are going through that. And if there's any way that we could help, I mean, emails are open. If we do want to, if, e- well, and if you have experienced any like mental issues or any of that stuff, there will be a link in the description for suicide prevention hotlines and also. Um, LGBTQ friendly websites for you to go to. Yeah, understand yourself more. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I understand. There, there'll be venues for you to go down to be able to to um support yourself and. I mean, after COVID, obviously, because there's not a lot of people, not a lot of places. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Is that... The allies really need to step up now. Yeah, we need, we need to put band together, and realise that everyone's one yeah. I think I think there was the, I mean you know how much I love Logic mm. and there's a very um in his third studio album Everybody there's um a, a skit that he it's, it's a man who's just died he's gone yeah. to the waiting room and one thing sat with me which has changed my entire outlook of life you are everybody. Everybody is you. Every yeah. time you die, you're just a different incarnation in this fabric of time. That is actually, like, fun fact, that actually, I think it's a Buddhist belief. Is it? There's a YouTuber called um, <laughs> Kozga who does an entire video on it, and it's actually insane. It changed my life. It changed how I view things. I mean, I was, I was sitting on the bus, and I was listening to this, and I was like, you know what? That person sitting opposite me, if so that I die in the next 40 years and I go back to this mm. point, I'm looking at myself. If I could be an act of hatred towards him, if I say something to him that will change it, that will make his life worse, I'm doing it onto myself. And every act of greatness that I do, I'll do it onto myself as well. So that one time, say, if one person needed help and you do something good for that person, and that means it you're doing something good for yourself as well it gives you a positive a, positive, a more positive mindset it gives yeah. you um, makes you feel good about yourself makes you makes you feel like you've changed someone else's life as well as you've changed yours as well that makes sense yeah it makes sense so I mean I, I, I highly suggest listening to it if you're very um, intrigued about the religious side of it I mean I'm an atheist you're an atheist I, I, I believe. Agnostic, but yeah, yeah. Agnostic. Yes. Um but that that really did speak volumes onto me. 
and I, I mean, logic is that I'm not going to get into a whole car, I'll speak millions of hours speaking about logic, but that one thing there has changed everything for me. Mm. Right, so our very last topic for today is going to be what's been blowing up over the internet, or in the UK especially, over the last, what, two, three days? Pretty much. So, Harry and Meghan Markle. The entire, I didn't find, I actually found out about this through uh, Twitter, and it was, I just, I saw Harry and Meghan um, trending, I was like, what's going on here? So I looked into it. And it's a bit of a, a bit, a bit, a bit of a shitstorm. Mm. So should we just? Still a I'll, sticky one. Still, I'll do an overview of what's happened. So, when did the interview come out? Like two, three days about 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 two, three days ago, and it was of Meghan Markle, who is the Meghan Markle and, and Prince Harry, who are Duke and Duchess of Sussex, I believe. I don't know Duke. if that's still there. Wait, Duke. Duke and Duchess. That's it. I, um, I don't know if they're still their title considering they left the they cut off ties. Sure. I'm not entirely sure. But they went on an interview with Oprah Winfrey, who's got a god tier of just women. And she um she Megan had a few things to say regarding the royal family and what it's been like obviously living away from that kind of life. Yeah. Um, so I was going to touch on a few things, then we'll just obviously go on to it. So Harry and Meghan are former constituents of the royal family. They're cut off association with the royal family in 2020 due to wanting to live a regular life, which I can understand. Um, they moved to California to pursue this life. Uh, most of the controversy recently has been regarding Meghan herself, regarding uh, her saying that there was a racial abuse in the royal family against her. Which... Which, not the lie, it, it, it doesn't come as a shock to anyone. No, but, I mean... Like, like, you know Prince Philip, you know Charles, they're all racist bastards. So what's so, so who to say that the entire royal family isn't racist? But we all know it is. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's the same family as defending Prince Andrew, so... Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if they're openly willing to support, uh, to defend... Prince Andrew for what he's done, and I'm not gonna get. They should change the name from the royal family to the Nonce Defenders. Sorry. Oh my god. So basically, um, the interview was about um, with Oprah Winfrey about life as royals and Meghan speaking about low points in their lives. So one of the main things that everyone's obviously turning their heads toward is, um, how obviously their son's called Archie. And they were questioned by a member of the royal family. It was the comment. This claim wasn't um, made, or it wasn't said by Her Majesty the Queen or the Duke of Edinburgh, just Philip, I believe. So, it is a question. So the question was, aren't you worried about how dark does Archie's skin color going to be? Because we all know Meghan Markle is mixed, or is of two different has two different origins. Um, so, the question in itself was, aren't you worried about, uh, some, it was some, some I'm worried about the so, skin colour of Archie. Um, I worry about, about the concerns that will raise, have it, like, and how dark the baby will be. Which, in itself, doesn't surprise me about the royal family, considering most of them, 
are just fucked up anyway. I mean, that question itself, do you feel who do, first of all who do you think said it? I personally think it's his brother. No, I don't think William will say that. I think it would it would either be Philip, Charles, or the Queen herself. But apparently they've got a very good um relationship with the Queen, the pair of them have a good relationship with the Queen. Mm. So <laughs> It just leads you to think that he, uh, he said it wasn't it, Harry said that it wasn't Philip. Okay. And that it wasn't the Queen. So you can rule them two out straight away. So. Charles, Williams, Andrew. Yeah. I mean, Andrew just know, yeah. get out, get out of the picture. Yeah. So is it, it going to be Charles, Charles, or it's going to be, um, William? Well, I don't uh, William would say that, but it wouldn't surprise me, you know. I mean. We're not gonna know the, f- the f- true story unless they all yeah, sit we're... down on Jeremy Kyle when they do a lie detector test. It's not gonna. We're, n- we're never ever gonna get the, tr- the true story because they're not gonna try and tarnish the reputation of what the monarch has. The, oh, where, the monarchy! Whatever, whatever you say against the monarch, it, I, it wouldn't surprise me if, if something happened to Meghan Markle the same what happened to Princess Diana. Diana. They are doing the exact same fucking thing. They're going on a tirade with the media because you know how they. Uh, how, uh, after Diana was in all this amazing stuff for the for, like the people, she was the people's princess, right? And the and, and the monarchy did not like that. The queen didn't like that. It's the exact same thing that's going on with Meghan Markle. Something will happen. I promise you now. She will be dead in a matter of months. I mean, I feel that them cutting ties with the royal family is something that Diana didn't do. And no, no, not not on her own accord anyway. No, no. Um, it just like it just really baffles me. I mean, Meghan Markle, we all know, is obviously the, yeah, and she's married into the royal family without knowing any protocols of the royal family. Yeah, I mean, I've got so few notes of when she first met the Queen, and. The first time she met the Queen, Meghan was surprised to learn she had the courtesy in front of the Queen. Which in mm. itself is disrespectful anyway, because, you know, it's the Queen, right? You have to curse in front of the Queen. Um, And she said it, she thought it was all part of the fanfare, and it didn't happen inside the royal family. Mm. I mean, if you're going to marry, apparently she didn't look into her husband, know what her husband was. Yeah. Which baffles me, because you... Regardless of what country you're in, you're gonna know who the royal family is. Yeah, well, I also think that's what attracted him to her, anyway. That she treated him as an actual human being, not a member of the royal family. Yeah. I mean, there was. Um, she described having to quickly practice courtesy and before an impromptu lunch with the queen, she, mm. and she said, "I." And this is from Meghan Markle's perspective. It's your grandmother," she said. I said Meghan. He said, it's the Queen, regardless of what family member it is. Yeah. It's the Queen, you show respect to the Queen. And she insisted that she, did, she didn't look her husband up online before, whilst, whilst they were dating. <coughs> Which, it's her own fault, really. I mean, don't get me wrong, this whole thing with Meghan Markle is doing my head in. Don't get me wrong. But I feel we need to discuss it, because it being both British and... You know, it's, 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 it baffles my head. It really does baffle my head. 
Yeah, your fairness, I sided Meghan Markle 100%. I mean, if it was a racial, if if there was a racial question being raised and if it's worrying, then that's when I, I do side with her. I, I mean, I, I side with her anyway, but it's the fact that race had to be brought into it, which I don't get. But was it, the thing is, she wanted to highlight the issues within the monarchy. And that is a major one. Racism has been rampant throughout the monarchy for generations. Like, look and at you, the British Empire. Yeah. Look at that. The yep. British Empire. We didn't, like, fucking, we went to India. We stole all their shit for no fucking reason, just because we wanted it. Mm. So the same as people, people like China and stuff like that. We wanted their shit, so we took it. Argentina, we took, we took all their land. Argentina, Spain, Malta. Yep. Malta, which we, which we, which is our both both our home countries. Yep. Oh, but but there's a bit of history behind that because they tried it like three or four times. They didn't. They it didn't work the, the first four times. They did it a fifth time. Boom! Fuck you. Fuck you, Malta. Basically, wiped them to map until they rebuilt it as a tourist state. But carry on. Um, Meghan also claimed that uh, when she was married into like she wanted that being in this lifestyle, she felt that her freedom was lost. When she joined the family, her keys, her passport, her driver's license all got turned over into the royal family. Yeah. Which I can kind of understand why that happens. I mean. If you're part of the royal family, everything's going to be done for you. I mean, most things. Yeah, are, well, I mean, you're not you're not going to drive yourself about, are you? I mean, the queen no. does. I mean, but fucking old Lizzie in a fucking motor. <laughs> um, Oprah asked Harry about his relationship with his family, especially his father, the Prince of Wales, mm. um, and brother, the Duke of Cambridge. At one point, after stepping back as senior royals, Harry said, "Charles, stop taking my call." Yeah. So obviously Charles is a lot more um, doesn't really want anything supposedly. It's all up in the head a minute. It's supposedly not wanting to have any relationship with um, Harry which is quite upsetting. I mean uh, I'm not going to go too much into it but I know what it's like to not have a relationship with your father. Yeah. And it's it is a bit of a bit of a mad one. Just to say that, yeah. be a sticky um, one, still. I mean, he said, "I really, I feel really let down because he's been through something similar. He knows what the pain feels like, and he's an artist's grandson." In the first quarter of twenty twenty, have you said his family literally coming off financially? Which, don't get me wrong, if you're cutting ties to the royal family. You're only gonna get what you're given. Mm. I mean, she—he said that he only lives off what his mum had left for him. Yeah. Those of you don't know, his mum's mum's Princess Diana, which. Okay. I mean, <laughs> Rest in peace, beautiful woman. We were too young to understand. We were too young to come into that, like, um, to know yeah, about her. Yeah, but we educated ourselves, so. Yeah. Um. Um, so, the, thing, the whole thing that, the only reason why they are bringing this all up is because they wanted security for yeah. the family. 
and which I understand because if you're going over to America, which is not the greatest of places, you're gonna want some kind of security over there. Yeah. And don't and it happens here if you if you show any kind of wealth, if you show any kind of status, you're gonna get targeted upon. So, so you so you know so coming into going into a different country, obviously it's Miss Megan's home country, but going into that and knowing what kind of place it is, he couldn't afford security for the family. Mm. Which is upsetting. Don't get me wrong, I mean, if stuff had happened and it and it was affecting the life of Megan, Harry or Archie, it's gonna be tragic for the entire like maybe not not as much for the royal family, but it's it's a bit of a bit of a weird one. I have a question. What do you think sparked the hatred between the royal family and Meghan Markle? I think it's because she's an outsider. You know what I think it is? Go on. I don't want to harp on this, but it's it's the absolute truth in my opinion. Um, because she's a black woman, and they um, couldn't have a uh, and they couldn't have a black woman in the royal family. Kind of ties so, into so Go on. Huh? It kind of ties into being an outsider, really, doesn't it? Because this yeah. is the first, I think this may be one of the first times in history that someone outside the royal, or at a royal um, placeholder, yeah, has married into the royal family. And that's probably sparked no, a little Diana. bit of hatred. Diana. I thought it was one of the first times in history. Diana yeah. was probably, yeah, so. I think that was, um, that's the reason why the hatred is there. And that there is some yeah. kind of um, fury going on in between the two. But then um, it, it's not it's not just the royal family though; it's the media as well. Yeah. So we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, <laughs> we we have to weed this in somehow. So that's actually quite a good um, thing into it. So we're going to discuss the papers first and how. They've portrayed the pre- uh, we're going to compare the pregnancy of um, Megan with Archie, and when Kate was pregnant with I forgot his name. That's really bad. No, the thing is, like even the marriage, even the marriage. Like there's a um, there uh, when Kate got married to William, the first headline you saw was um, a beautiful bouquet of flowers. All this bullshit. But when Megan had practically the exact same flowers. It is is oh. How these flowers could have killed Princess Charlotte? Why was there a difference? They were the same flowers. I think another thing, and it's uh, it's been found out that the pair of them had been married before, uh, two or three days beforehand. Yeah. So they got married in private, and then and that the wedding was a whole spectacle for the world to see, which kind of um, is bit bad because you know we all paid for it and like oh I, well those who are working paid for it all this taxpayers money has gone into it yeah. and i think i think that's the whole reason why there was a difference there but even with the pregnancy of um there was uh i saw on instagram two different headlines one of kate being pregnant saying um look at kate holding her beautiful baby bump wherever it was and then there was one about um when america was pregnant Saying why can't she why can't she keep her hands off that baby bump? Which 
it's probably a bit of it's probably a bit of an agenda against her considering oh, no, she it, it absolutely fucking is without a doubt it's an agenda against her there is no there is a fucking there's a there, there was a clear and, and a, there, there is an elite mob of pricks with pitchforks going after this portman and we all know who the main one is at the minute the camp pierce morgan I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Some of the things Piers Morgan says can be he- led behind truth. It can be, but at the same time, he is like he is just a disgusting, vile human he, being. He is a misogynistic, outspoken, and quite rude person. In terms, in, as I said, some of the things you can, you say, he says you can back up some, some to some extent. But his constant barrage on hate towards Meghan Markle is why he left Good Morning Britain. Those yeah. of you who don't know, Good Morning Britain is a show that runs from like six in the morning until ten or something like that in the morning. Like Good Morning America, GMA. Yeah, it's just pretty much that same. They have the same thing. And I, don't, I can't remember who challenged him. Oh, I've got... It was the no, it, uh, it was the um, weather reporter. I forgot his name. Alice Bearsford. Alice Bearsford. That's it. He he sat down with um, Piers Morgan. I forgot Susanna Reed. Susanna Reed. And literally went at at, um, Piers Morgan for what he says, saying, (coughs) pardon me, (coughs) Um, saying that, um, well, you shouldn't, because she left you, we're going to spend the story anyway, saying about, because she did this to you, doesn't mean you have have to have a constant hatred towards her. Because she's found someone better, which, Let's be honest, she has. Um, she, she kept saying, yeah, because you're, like, leave the path is in the past. Because she goes to you, doesn't mean she has to go to everybody else. Yeah. So the story behind it is Piers Morgan and Meghan Markle have have had a few drinks in a pub. Within a, must have been in a pub. Well, I've been to the bar. Regardless. And so they've had a few drinks, you know, things all going well. And Piers Morgan sends um, Meghan Markle in a cab to go somewhere. And she didn't, he didn't realise it was a party in which she met Prince Harry. And then after that night, that, uh, the, the day after, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were seen having a solo dinner together. And then after that, not heard of again. And... There's actually a news clip, or not a news clip, like a talk show. Of him of, complaining. Yes, like man. a sad little puppy. Oh my god, he's pathetic. Oh yeah, I mean, let's be honest. If you've got Prince Harry and Piers Morgan. Who the... Fam, I should have a fucking, fucking Harry. Could I go for stinky old bitch face fucking Piers Morgan? <laughs> it, 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 it just... It's... A bit, I mean, if you're that salty and you're willing to outspeak about all this as well, you're willing to outspeak on your past experiences with Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle hasn't mentioned Piers Morgan. At all. But every single time Piers Morgan's on TV and Meghan Markle's in the forefront, bang, constantly coming at her. I mean, I saw a clip last night, I was, whilst I was doing a bit of research into this, it was of... Piers Morgan and a bunch of people going, like, they're having a debate about it. And it was about when Meghan Markle said that she didn't want to be alive anymore, or something like that. 
and he goes, well, who did you speak to? Who did you speak to in the, in the institution to um, get some help? Because unless, unless you provide names, I'll call them bullshit. He, that really fucking pissed me off, right? Because he had, to be fair, his entire fucking niche is breaking down people with mental health. Yeah, 100%. That's his entire <laughs> niche, right? And as soon as a woman comes out and says, I'm, it made me feel su- uh, fucking suicidal, and it made me feel like shit, he immediately disregards that and says, nah, not true. <laughs> how dare he? How would it... How what on what grounds? I'd understand if it was someone if it was um, if Meghan Markle had gone out in first. I wouldn't understand yeah. that mental health like him going at her for mental health. But if he had gone at her, if she had gone at him first and said, "Oh yeah, you do this and do this and do this," and then and then Piers Morgan has a right to clap back because he's got a right to defend himself. Mm. Um, but then he's constantly coming at her. She hasn't defended herself once. Yeah. I mean, she could easily come out and say, well, that night you did this and this, did this and this, that. And to be honest, if, he, if she had come out and said, oh, Piers Morgan treated me like shit, he made me pay for all the drinks or something. I believe it. I believe 100%. He is a sleazy scumbag. I guarantee you. Sam, did you hear what he said? There was another um, news boy that came in wearing a skirt and, so, and a dress because it was the sunny outside. And he came in, oh, and the first thing he said was, oh, my eyes were destructed this morning. Look at those legs. He's, <laughs> like, mate, he, like, mate, he has definitely assaulted some women before. I guarantee you. I mean, if anybody, if it does come out that he had, this podcast will get quoted. Calling out first. <laughs> I mean, regardless of what you think of Piers Morgan, you have to, um, admit some of the things he says it's very outspoken it's very against the grain i mean i I feel feel sorry most the person i feel most sorry for is Susanna reed who shares who who shares the anchorship with him because she's just sitting there all the bloody time saying that she's just sitting there doing nothing she's just listening to him barrage on and on constantly going at people and when she must have fucking tinnitus all this fucking bullshit he's shouting i mean there's he, she must have, like, when he's going at someone for veganism or something like that, she, she's trying to defuse the situation. When he's in an argument with someone, she's like... There's no stopping him. There's no stopping him. I mean, you can see, even when um, Alice Bearsford was going at him, Susanna mm-hmm. Reid was like, yeah, we'll agree with Alex. And it's like, whoa. That just shows, like, how much she doesn't like been on the film with Piers Morgan. It's it, it, it's not only like that. That whole thing with Piers Morgan walking out, he is a coward. He is a little bitch. He's a hypocrite. Because that Alex Bedford, Piers Morgan was fucking bullying him on live TV. And then once he left, called him a coward, called him a little bitch, basically. Right? But then he did the same fucking thing as soon as Alex, Bed- Alex Bedford cut back. Good on you, Alex. I mean, it just it just shows the hit the, the hypocrisy in him. He's the one. He's the first one to call out snowflakes, and he's yeah. been, and he and he can't handle it. I mean, you know the saying I have: if you if you can't take it, don't dish it. 
If you can't yeah. take criticism, don't dish it out. Sorry, this has stroked my head, sorry. <laughs> and if you cannot take it, don't dish it out. Because as soon as you dish out a bit of hate, you're going to get criticism. Mm. I mean, whether you put out something that you think's good, you're always going to get a hater. You're always going to find a way to clap back. If you don't, it's just going to make you look like a dickhead, pretty much. That's what it's done here. He's walked out because someone's called him, pulled him up for what he said. But then he's constantly calling people out. Like when there's the whole gender, the gender talk, and he was a, and he was like, "I want to identify as a cisgendered penguin." No, uh, I think it was a free spirit penguin, gay penguin. Uh-huh. Yeah, just making a mockery, a mockery of the entire thing, basically. And then he goes, "Oh yeah, but I want to do this, want, but you, but you can you can identify as whatever you want. I want to identify as whatever I want, but that's not how it works." It works as though the difference is right. He did that in a pla- in a, in a pla- in a place of pure hatred and spite. Yeah, I mean, it just got this way. Piers Morgan has since left the one. I think he left the same evening actually, because mm. of the because of the hate he was getting online. Um, it's like if you do a bad job, you're gonna get some kind of warning or disciplinary or something. He tried. Yeah. He- he chose to leave Good Morning Britain because he was getting hate. He's, he's <sighs> just a hypocrite. He's a hypocrite, misogynistic, evil little pig. Transphobic, homophobic. Genderphobic. Just a vile human being. Yeah, pretty much. That... And I, I once I found out that he left, I fucking dance. I did a fucking Irish jig. <laughs> and thank you very much for joining Disgust Brothers in our very first episode. If you enjoyed, please watch more, subscribe, follow all that good stuff. Um, go ahead. Um. I'm, I'm waiting for you to finish, so I can, so I can say something. I, I said, go ahead, you dick. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, wanna, okay. I, I, I just wanna promote something quickly. Um, by the time this um this podcast comes out, my uh, I'm a musician, I'm a rapper, and my well, we to be. My my project or know. album, Pendulum from the Dark Side, will be out. It's gonna come out on Friday, six p.m. So this comes at eight PM, I believe I've said. So when this um, podcast comes out, it will already be out. So go stream it, go show it some love. I put so much time and effort into this; it's actually drained me. Um, so yeah, so um, thank you very much. Um, as Brandon and said, if you enjoy, as, and as always, start the fucking beans. Thank you very much, guys. Um, hope you enjoy the rest of your Friday the weekend. And we'll see you next Friday. Peace.